Welcome to CEO to Rainmaker, the Inland Empire's best small business podcast. The show's goals are to educate, motivate, and inspire today's business owners, leading to an increase in their executive skills, profits, and length of time in business. And now your host, Gene Valdez. Good morning, listeners. Today's show is brought to you through the contributions from key corporate donors. One of those donors is the Small Business Development Corporation of Orange County. You know, we all want to achieve our personal or business goals. As the old cliche goes, a goal is nothing but a dream with a date attached to it. Small business CEOs that perform at their optimum level achieve their goals, but the majority do not. Why is that? Today, my guest is a highly respected and experienced business coach, Ryan Miller. Ryan spaces performance. He coaches CEOs on how to increase their performance, which is so difficult in the highly competitive marketplaces they operate in. One of Ryan's favorite taglines is how to unlock the greatness inside of you. Ryan is a diversified professional. He is a business consultant a highly sought-after motivational speaker with over 500 gigs, an accomplished author. He just released a new book called Wounds, which we're going to discuss during the show. Ryan honed his skills by working with big corporations in sales for over 20 years. With great pressure, I welcome Ryan to my podcast. Good morning, Ryan. How are you? And thanks for being my guest. I'm excited to have you. Oh, I appreciate the opportunity to be here. Thank you. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> You're a humble man. I like that. <laughs> Ryan, I listen to you on social media. And for me, the best hat that you wear is that of a motivational speaker. You are a fantastic orator. If we could digress a bit, in the immortal words of Renee Zellweger in the movie Jerry Maguire with Tom Cruise, you had me at hello. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's good. I read in your bio that you survived the 2017 Las Vegas Harvest mass shooting, where sadly 59 people were killed and over 500 were injured. As most of us know, it was the worst mass shooting in American history. Let me ask you this, Ryan. How did that tragic event impact you as a family man, your approach to motivational speaking, your performance coaching, and maybe just your general attitude towards life? Yeah. So let's see here. That was 2017. I was 39. I was fairly well accomplished in life and in business. I was healthy, had a great marriage at that point, two kids that were growing and doing well. And an event like that can do so many things to so many people. And for me, about two weeks after uh, the event, so I was actually working for one of my clients at the time. And I went back to work. I was sitting in my office and uh, it just had this fascinating moment where I asked myself, what the hell are you doing with your life? And <laughs> okay. that's a deep and, question. And, <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and, and for somebody like me, I mean, I, I have 
much to grow and much to learn, but it was crazy because I was so habitual. I was so disciplined. I knew who I was. I was making a couple hundred thousand dollars a year. And I had, again, good family, healthy body, like everything was good. And yet that question was the first thought that came to mind as I went to step back into my professional role. And so for me, one of the greatest things that it did for me, that event specifically, was it caused me to question whether or not I should continue to spend time on things that I was good at. Okay. Okay. And so Jim Collins years ago wrote a book from good to great. And he yep, says, that good is, yeah, he says that good is the great. enemy of great. Yeah. Right. And I think that that was that awakening moment, you know, I, I watched one of our friends be shot and killed in front of us. Uh, my wife was, uh, her hat was shot. You know, we called into question us losing our lives. And so I just realized that in these precious moments of life, do I want to spend my time? Do I want to waste my time on things that I am not truly called to do on the things that I am not best at? And so that was the beginning of a gift that was given to me out of, you know, just such a horrific tragedy. Oh, wow. That's, that's a mouthful. So Ryan, how do you really unlock the greatness with you, with inside of you? How do you do that? I mean, I think one of the, one of the key components is that it requires us to get to know who we are. You know, most of us at some point in our career, whether it was a business that we started or a business we worked for, has gone through some mission, vision, values exercise as an organization. You know, who are we? What do we stand for? But how many of us have actually done that for ourselves? And more importantly than that even is, how many of us would even know how to do that ourselves? And so in order to be great, I personally believe, and not everybody attributes to this and that's okay, but I believe that we were created by God for a specific purpose and put on this earth to fulfill that purpose. And so how can I go fulfill that purpose if I don't know who I am? If I don't know what truly makes me tick, if I don't know what I'm really better at than everybody else. And so we have to start by understanding who we are. And that goes far deeper than the fact that I'm a coach or a speaker or even a husband or a father. There's something so much deeper there that we need to spend time understanding if we're truly going to unlock this greatness inside of us and achieve the things that we dream about every single day. Well, how do you do that, though? Do you ask yourself hard-hitting questions? How do you take yeah, it Yeah, I mean, there? so, yeah, so... It's a process. Uh, I think that most people would ask that question just like you did, which is, okay, then just tell me what to do. And so I could say, you have to start out by asking yourself, what's your purpose? What do you believe you've been put on this earth to do? And some people will say, well, gosh, that, that's such a big question. I don't know. And I would say, great. So let's go one step farther. What gets you out of bed every single day? What burns a fire inside you? What are the things that you love to do that, that fulfill you, that bring you joy, that bring you excitement? What are the things that when you do them, do you feel like you are untouchable and you can accomplish better than everybody? And so it starts out with this, this idea of passion because those things that burn the hottest inside of us are usually reflective of the things that we're going to be good at. 
Secondarily, though, beyond just passion, we have to define principle. So if I was to say that I am an amazing motivational speaker and I want to go make millions of dollars, well, without principles, I will destroy hundreds of thousands of people in the process of trying to accomplish that goal because I will become selfish. It will be all about me. And so, again, I would encourage people then to define your principles. What do you stand for? What things do you value? What are the guardrails are, that are in place to keep you on the right track, going in the right direction? Okay, Ryan, let me interrupt you for a little quick second. So let's say that you're in an occupation, whether you're self-employed or you work for another company, and you're not achieving that. Do you bail and you follow your deepest interests? Or can you not- make it accomplished? Can you accomplish that through what you're doing now? Right. So this, the last part of the question you asked is the key, because oftentimes people will come to me and say, you know what, I'm not happy with what I'm doing. I want to go start a business for myself. This is usually the way this works. And I'll say to them, great, why do you want to accomplish or why do you want to go start that business? And with a host of answers, one of them is almost always something to the effect of, well, I want to go have an impact on people. And I'm like, well, why can't you do that where you're at? Why can't you impact your coworkers and your clients? and your vendors. And so this is less about being displeased or unfulfilled in the environment we're in, instead doing a better job of articulating what we're really after. Because again, a common example that, that comes up into effect all the time is people say, I want to make more money. Well, nobody, or I would say very few people want to make money for the sake of making more money. Money is a means to an end. And so what is it that you're trying to accomplish with that money? Do you want to go buy a bigger house because you want a place for your family to enjoy? Do you want to be able to go on vacation? Do you want to be able to experience a different part of life? Do you want to fly private because you want to feel what what it's like to fly in a jet and not have to get in the cattle call of commercial airline? Like Whatever that is, it's like, what are you ultimately trying to accomplish and why are you trying to accomplish it? So we have to understand deeper than these just basic foundational things that we chase or give answer to that aren't really the root of why we're doing what we're doing or ultimately well, what we want to accomplish with it. Let's diverse a little bit. Let's talk about your new book, Wounds. Why did you write it and what's it about? So for the very same reason that I shared with you earlier, as it related to what I gained from the experience at Route 91, what I began to realize was I had experienced a series of significant events, devastating events. The divorce of my parents that led to me feeling abandoned by my dad, a a season of addiction to alcohol and drugs and getting arrested and fighting and sexual promiscuity that were all hurting other people and hurting myself in the process, nearly sleeping with another woman that would have train wrecked my marriage being hurt by people that I worked with and and, and that, that worked for me, uh, being wounded by the church that I was pastoring for a period of time. And so as I started to recount all of these events, all of these wounds, which I define as anything that is hurt, heartache, or tragic. So as I was experiencing all of these things, I started to look back and think to myself, why did those things happen? And so some people will just say, because bad things happen and evil happens in the world. And I would say, absolutely, that's the case. But nothing in this world is meaningless. And so 
I started to realize that there was true purpose. Just like I learned so much from Route 91, I was able to learn from my parents' divorce. I was able to learn from my addictive behaviors and seasons. And through that learning and growth, I realized I was, I actually had the opportunity to become better. And so I went off on this journey to write this book. And the other thing that is so hard, especially for men, this happens to women too, but especially for men is when we are hurt, we have been conditioned from a very young age to get off, get up, dust ourselves off and just try again. Oh, you just got a scratch? Wipe it, keep on going. Don't cry about it, just go. And I get it. We don't want to over society. But at the same time, when we're conditioned to believe that when we're hurt or just to get up and keep going, we end up leaving huge wounds in us that go unresolved. And so I believe that I needed to create or offer up a formula or a framework for people to be able to go back to address that wound, to recognize what happened to them in the process of experiencing that, and then how they could grow from it. All right, so let's let's get into the uh, the weeds a little bit. What is a wounds analysis framework? I read that in your book, and it sounds a little scientific, a little, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So what I would say is it's both psychological and practical. So again, so we experience a wound. So I'll use my parents' divorce as an example. So my dad left when I was six. He left uh, my mom, my brother, myself. My brother was three at the time. And so as anybody that's been a product of divorce knows, that's a hard thing to experience. But what does that do to people? How, How does that affect them? And so for me, it created a sense of abandonment inside of me. And so then, unbeknownst to me at six, but as I was 13, 18, 21, 25, I had begun to create this belief that I had to prove to everybody else that I was worthy, that I was worth it, that I could be accepted. And so this wound analysis framework is first just admitting the fact that I was hurt something hurt me or I hurt myself. And so that's that's the first component to this. Secondarily though, then is how did it impact me? Because we can't just admit the problem. We have to actually identify how it impacted us then and even how it's impacting us now. And that inner dialogue, Ryan, impact a CEO's performance of a small business? A million times over. Because check this out. I was just on a call with a client this morning and he's really struggling right now to grow his business. He's getting told no a lot more than he's being told yes. And come to find out as we're winding down the call, he ends up breaking down in tears. And I said, man, what's going on? Like, what's wrong with you? He says, I am in one of the most difficult seasons of my marriage. And as a matter of fact, this last week was the worst it's ever been. And so here I am being rejected professionally, and now I'm also being rejected personally. That's a lot. Jeez. Okay. Well, and if he can't address that personal need, which we're going to value far more highly than any professional desire we have anyway, if he can't address that, he will never be able to put himself out there 
to the degree that is necessary for him to succeed in business. And this happens time and time and time and time again. When we fear failure, putting ourselves out there, when we're afraid something simple, you know how many people are afraid to get on video and post themselves on video on social media? I would argue that a good majority of those people are afraid to do that because they feel fear failure, but not because they feel present day fear present day failure. It's because at one point in their past, they were rejected and humiliated and they have never, ever, ever been able to shake that. And so here we are decades later with them unable to put a simple video out online because of something that happened to them 20 or 30 years ago. All right. So in general, would you say your book is your book wounds? Is it uplifting or a depressing read <laughs> i mean or does it depends on, on the audience who's reading it here's the reality of the situation there's no way that you can't read all nine of these stories and not feel some sense of sadness for what i've experienced in my life but here's why that's so uplifting we need to be more relatable and we need to feel more related to i mean if you just think about the last 3 years of life that we've experienced through so much division in our country and pandemic and everything else, we have felt so alone. Even though the rest of the world is experiencing the same things we are, we have felt so closed in and alone. And so as people have been reading my book, and I've been getting feedback in just this last week, it's been incredible to read how encouraged people have been to go back into their lives and address the things that have hurt them or the ways that they have hurt other people. And to, for the first time in their life, feel like they could actually overcome them and grow from them. Okay. So would you say, Ryan, that the insights that you have uncovered about yourself, has it made you a better business owner? Is your business doing better because of the introspect that you've gone, that you've gone through? Oh, absolutely. I mean, you opened up you personally, just you personally. Oh, yeah, absolutely. No, you opened up the beginning of this podcast talking about the fact that uh, you felt I was a good orator and communicator and speaker. You want to know why? It's because I know who I am. And I will only get up on stage or I will only get in front of a camera and talk about the things that I'm passionate about. But you want to know how I know what I'm passionate about is because I've taken the time to study it. And I've understood my psyche and how I think and what I desire and what I struggle with. And so when I open my mouth, it's about things that actually matter to me. And as I have done that, that communicates that passion that you feel, that that inspiration that you feel. And it has led to attracting a far greater audience to me because people want to feel that same way about the things they care about. Well, you definitely speak from your heart. I mean, there's so, I mean, because this show is about business education for the small business owner. It's yep. to help them sharpen the saw, raise the level of their executive skills. And yep. a lot of times people think, well, it's not about the spreadsheets. It's not about the marketing plan. It's what you think about yourself and your self-concept. And nobody can do it better than someone who's been through it like you have. Yeah. Okay. I want to give every single listener here what I believe is going to be one of the best pieces of advice they've ever heard. So I spend more time helping people to generate revenue 
in like the sales capacity, entrepreneurs, business owners, whatever. Sure. I'm going to tell every single one of them this right now. And I believe this with my whole heart. And I challenge anybody to test me on this. People don't care about how good your product or service is until they know how much you care about what it is you're doing and how you can serve them. And the only way that you can do that is to open yourself up to them. And so as people, like think about the the plumber out there. I mean, just the most like basic, uh, simplified, commoditized uh, profession out there or one of them. Are you going to do business with a plumber that is a total jerk online, that um, is rude or crass or dirty all the time? Or are you going to do business with the plumber that has great values, that serves the community, that loves people, that respects his family, that enjoys spending time outside of work doing things that you do. That's the person you're going to be attracted to. Absolutely. He's got to show up and fix your pipes. Like he's got to deliver, but that's important first. I understand exactly what you're saying. So, so Ryan, what do you have on the horizon? What are some new avenues you want to pursue in terms of products or service? Are you barely scratching the surface in terms of what you think you can do? Can you tell us what you're thinking of thinking about doing or is it uh, private? No, no, no. There, there's nothing private. Everything in my life is so transparent. It's It makes most people's heads spin. You so, like to, what's your next horizon for you? Yeah. So what we're doing right now is we are just about complete with a coaching course and community behind the book. And what I mean by that is me telling my story is great. And I hope that people relate to it. I hope that people enjoy it. But what I want that story to do is positively impact people's own ability to go out and achieve their dreams. And so, and again, this this will be released in like the next week, we have created a program that is going to allow people to insert their financial, their family, their relational, their personal or professional desire into that space and say, okay, this is what I want to pursue. This is what I want to get better at. This is what I want to grow at. And then be able to use the framework of the book, as well as quite a few other pieces to help them go achieve those things. And so that we're super duper close. It's called Unlocking Greatness, which is you know kind of the tagline that you talked about. It's a transformational journey to achieve your dream life. And that is what I'm most passionate about because again, like information is great, but I want to see people and help people take action. Let me ask you one final question, Ron, because we're we're almost run out of time. Your time reference when you're working with your clients, do you focus on the short term, a little bit on the long term, like where are you going with this? Or is it a nice combination? Or are you just helping them put out fires in the beginning and then the long term will take care of itself? How would you respond to that? Most often I get hired because people have a goal to achieve or a challenge to overcome. And we can usually identify both the root cause of that and then create the strategic plan to achieve that in the first 30 days of working together. So that's that's, quick. That's outstanding. That's outstanding. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But it's the action. It's the execution that people need the real, the real support on. And so that is what just takes time. So do you feel like you're qualified to answer this question? Why some CEOs are optimally performing 
and others are not? Is it just in their mind? Is it in their attitudes that we've discussed for the last 30 minutes? Yeah, I think more often than not, the people that you see that are more successful are the ones that know who they are. They they know how to go get what they want and they apply the, that learning to then executing on it. Okay. Well, Ryan, listen, we, uh, we're out of time. You were awesome. There's a lot of stuff. We didn't even get involved in it because <laughs> of time limitations, but uh, I really enjoyed doing some research with you on social media and you've got a lot to offer business people out there in, in, in many ways. So with that, it's a wrap and I'll be talking to you soon. Thank you so much. Thanks, Ryan. So there you have it, listeners. Ryan's thoughts are inspirational, practical, and motivational. Be the most you can be. If you like the show, please give me a rating and review where you access your podcasts. I'll talk to you in two weeks. Peace and out. Bye-bye. This has been CEO Terrain Maker with Gene Valdez. To find out more, like us on Facebook, LinkedIn, and follow us on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. If you have questions, email the show. Find that link and others in the show notes. Thanks for listening and join us again next time.